Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast presents episode 847, Hard-Hitting Layoffs, recorded live on January 19th, 2023. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Podtackler, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Duststorm. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla T. And today, well, yesterday, not such a great day for the Halo community, as Microsoft decides to lay off a whole bunch of employees and Halo Infinite, or 343, the studio behind Halo Infinite, got hit pretty hard. So a lot of folks are... Kind of feeling a little blue at the moment. Yeah, there's about 10,000 people looking for jobs. Well, so it's 10,000 by the end of quarter three this year. So yeah. they're not all gone. There'll be 10,000 people looking for jobs, which anyway, yeah. we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. So we'll be talking about that a little bit, what it possibly means for Halo going forward, what the community has been talking about as far as things that could be done to continue on with the franchise with this info that we've received so far about who's been let go and whatnot. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's start off with a little bit more positive stuff. Let's do our little community recap. You all had Fragment Friday last week. I was not there. No, you weren't. Because uh, it was my birthday and I had friends over for my birthday. Fine. Don't spend your birthday with cheats. <laughs> Thought I was a friend. I mean, you are. You're just, you know, fifteen thousand miles or fifteen hundred miles away. Not exactly so fifteen thousand. I don't live in another country. <laughs> dust. I added an extra zero there at the end. Fifteen hundred miles away. It's not exactly the easiest road trip to make. I'm, I'm guessing. You get hopped on a flight. Yeah, hopped on a plane. Been here in you know, about four hours. <laughs> I had to take you out for a nice dinner and everything. Maybe one of these years when we finally take our road trip across the U.S., we'll finally actually get out there. I'll probably be here. Yep. So how was Fragon Friday last week? It was lots of fun. We spent some time in Fiesta, jumped in some big team, had a lot of fun there. Won a few games, got stomped a couple of games. Sounds about right. I managed to steal the other team's wasp. Oh. Matter of fact, we managed to do that twice in that game. Anyway. <laughs> Very nice. That's always... Oh, like I know whenever we've played, or like I play with other lobbies, it's always frustrating when someone steals a wasp. But when you're the ones doing it, it's like, nice. <laughs> so, Yeah, you know, it's funny. When, when everybody gets really focused on objectives, they tend to forget about stuff. Yeah, unless you have one person that's really good about calling that stuff out. The objective was on the other side of the map, so I snuck up the opposite side of the map where the wasp was and just kind of stood there and waited. I, 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 I was literally standing behind the crate, like five players went right past me. That's, that's funny. And on the way, I grabbed the grapple hook so I could make that last little jump really quickly. So I grappled into the into the wasp and flew back over to our side. Nice. Confau's still trying to do that great journey. Yeah. Stop it. Uh, well, good to hear that everything went well. You get to play any customs? Yes, we did play some customs. We nice got to play, uh, play the uh, red light, green light game. I can't think of what they oh. call it, but mm-hmm. it was fun. And I never realized how strong the aim assist is in infinite during that game i had a player run in front of me and it it turned me it turned me like 45 degrees (laughs) dang that's a that's way too much i mean it i'm i'm sitting here looking at my reticle the next thing it's like what what the hell of course then i died (laughs) you got distracted by the 
Well, not, well, because of course, you know, I pulled my reticle off course, so I turned. Well, the light was red, so I blew oh. up. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, very nice. Uh, from the community side of things, we don't have too much. Uh, MH Cosplay posted a screenshot of a game where <coughs> I guess this was covert ops, but they went thirty-two and twelve. Yeah. Which is amazing. So impressive. Great job. <clears throat> and then we've got uh, a couple of community creation stuff down here. Actually, someone shared a YouTube video. I'm not sure what this is of exactly. Uh, but yeah, there's a couple of things in the Discord. If you head on over to podtacular.com slash Discord and check out what's going on in there. We also have a Forge feature, the first one of the new year. That was posted on Friday last week. Uh, I think a few of them we've already talked about, but there's a lot of remakes in this list. I think I think 75% of them are remakes. So there's a Guardian map, there's a Skyline map, there's the Return of Phase Shift, the one that uses the kind of the, the teleporter and the armor effect stuff to kind of introduce that fun little gameplay mechanic. We've got Guardian. We've got a map called Perilous, which is basically a lockout remake. We've got Salvation, which is the Damnation remake by Infinite Forges, which I have yet to play and I want want to play. Uh, we've got the Oix Oixaka Station, which is the station from the Halo Two campaign. We've got Valkyrie, which is basically a Valhalla remake. And we've got Sandbound, which is basically a Sand Trap remake. And then in addition to that, we've got Goose Halo, which is similar Halo. to all the other Halos. Yep. You drive around the big circle and you get to the end and pick up a sniper. We've got Refinery, which is a banished theme map. We've got Paint the Halls, which is a paintball arena done in the style of a whole bunch of holiday candy and thematic music books, Christmas trees, nutcrackers, Mm -hmm. and then a a scripting video that does a script based on basically a motion sensor. That's the very first article that we've gotten from 343 this year. So, lots of remakes. I think that's kind of the the big attraction right now with Forge. It'll probably change over here at some point after a lot of the remakes have kind of mellowed out a little bit and we start to see some new maps but I know some of the forgers that were doing remakes have started making some new original designs as well. I guess well, you know honestly Salvation and uh, Refinery or not mm-hmm. Refinery yeah Refinery yeah no which which remake are you talking about? Sandbound those oh. those two are I mean yes the remakes of maps but they're aesthetically so different than the originals. I'm sorry. Sandbound is supposed to be Snowbound, not Sandtrap. Yeah, Snowbound. But, I mean, <clears throat> they're aesthetically just so different from the originals that, you know, you just, it's really hard to find. It's really hard to pick them apart. It's like when I first saw it, I was like, it looks familiar, but I couldn't quite place it. Until I saw it, vi- I actually saw a video on it uh, that it was a Snowbound remake. Oh, I hadn't even seen the video on it, but that's yeah, makes sense. And Salvation, looking at it, uh, yeah, it it looks like Damnation as far as layout, but man, it looks so much better. <laughs> yeah, it looks incredibly good. Uh, moving on, we've got the main topic to talk about. There's we're just going to go ahead and jump right on into it. There's not really much else going on in the world of Halo, and this is just kind of the topic of the community right now. So Microsoft announced yesterday that it'd be laying off 10,000 employees by the end of Q3 this year, so by the end of September. And with that came a pretty unfortunate um, news that 343 had laid off 60 employee full-time employees uh, mostly impacting the 
the campaign team at the studio. Uh, some more details have been coming out, slowly trickling. Uh, apparently, there, uh, some artists have said on Twitter that they were laid off, and it sounded like there was possibly about 30 people, both full-time and contractors from the art team that got laid off. Uh, lots of additional contractors. Uh, early estimates are somewhere in the realm of 70 to 100 other contractors were immediately um, severed from their contracts. So there's a lot of people that were working at the studio or for Halo on contract that are now no longer at the studio. Uh, with that, Joe Staten has also returned to his position at Xbox Publishing. Um, so he came over to 343 to help with the uh, direction of Halo Infinite. Uh, and he's been there for about well, a year and a half at this point, I think. Uh, maybe a little bit longer than that. Uh, so he's returned to his Xbox publishing position. But there's a lot of other folks that have unfortunately been let go from the studio. Of course, a lot of folks are upset at the news because of just the thought of what does this mean for the Halo franchise going forward. Uh, a lot of content creators have uh, started voicing their opinions. Um, a lot of folks are just kind of unsure what this means going forward, which is kind of an appropriate response. I mean, you have a big shakeup like this. It, it really starts to kind of shake the foundations of what the possibilities are for the future of Halo Infinite, the game being their latest release and the, the franchise as a whole. But going to just kind of take this piecemeal at a time. So let's kind of, for those that are listening and everything, let's process kind of internally how we feel. Get it all out there. And let's just talk about where this, this can possibly take us. Um, so my original response to this, well, not response. I didn't really say, well, I guess I did post about it, but it's sad to see that a lot of folks that are, that just got up and cut like that. Um, it's hard to know what business decisions went into <clears throat> making the call to cancel contracts to cut staff especially in a time when Microsoft's in the middle of a $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard and uh, there's reports of executives getting lots of compensation bonuses and everything granted a lot of these things are not directly interconnected as far as how money exchanges hands inside the company especially one as big as Microsoft um, and especially for a company that has reported gains uh, over the last earnings um, period. So a lot of people are definitely like, why, if Microsoft's having all this success, are they cutting employees? Unfortunately, we're never going to know the answer. That's always kind of an internal Microsoft HR type thing. We won't ever know the answer to that. All we can do is respond to the events that kind of happened as a result. I think it's definitely brings into question the future of the campaign for Halo. Um, I know a lot of folks that are campaign targeted, people like Installation Zero Zero, Hidden Xperia, uh, Podcast Evolve, they've all kind of come out and said that like they're looking forward to campaign DLC and now with the layoffs that have happened, especially the once that heavily impacted the campaign team. If there were any plans, the assumption is those plans are on hold now or that any kind of DLC has been scrapped altogether. The fact that we haven't heard about any kind of campaign DLC up to this point a year afterwards, and especially with all the challenges that they've had, that they've had to go back and fix, I, would be, I wouldn't be surprised if, if there were any campaign plans that those would have been put on hold while the stability of the state of the game was really invested in and worked on. But it does bring into question, well, what is the next step for the narrative side of Halo from a game perspective? Kelly Day Gay did put a tweet out today saying that the book that's coming out is still scheduled. Um, her work hasn't been impacted as far as supporting Halo. 
but yeah, there's a lot of questions right now in the community as far as where, what's next for the story of Halo. And it it really just sucks to see that there, there's not a really clear and transparent statement that's been made to why these cuts were made. Like, is, is there really that much of a funding issue or a studio issue to restructure things? Uh, it just has everyone asking more questions as to is Halo even okay going forward? <laughs> what do you think, GT? Well, I kind of have an opposite opinion to you. I've been dealing with corporations for a long damn time. There's two reasons they cut jobs. A, they're not making enough money to pay everybody, which Microsoft obviously is. It's two, they want to line their own pockets. Those are the only reasons. Because God knows Halo 343 needs the people. They, yeah. They can't deliver on what was promised as it is. Now you take 60 people away. Because I guarantee you those people working on campaign weren't only working on campaign. Because pretty much right now, as of what we know now, campaign's done. I guarantee you those, those people were being put to work on other things. Whether it be seasonal content, maybe map design. They're, they were doing something. The independent contractors. Now, I don't know what what all they had the independent contractors working on. One of them is the supposed BR mode. Well, I don't think they've cut ties with certain affinities. So that prob- if, if that's actually a thing, that might still be in play. But. Like I said, they didn't say who they cut ties with. No, they haven't. Yeah, they haven't. 343 hasn't come out specifically said who they've cut ties with, but as far as what sources are saying, it's it's independent contractors that were working for the studio directly, so not any things yeah. that they've subbed out to like certain affinity or but Skylabs or whatever. As other. far as the outlook for Halo, it's not looking good. I don't know that they're going to be able to make the three month seasons now. I mean, they may have they may have already gotten everything in place to do it, but I doubt it. I've seen I've seen tweets from folks who are pretty well in the know that have said that the season content for the next few seasons is pretty much locked down. So, I mean, that's not anything official, but it seems to kind of indicate in your videos black. Yes, I know. Okay. It seems to indi- from what I've seen it for the most part it seems like there are things that have been put in place that the seasonal content for multiplayer should be okay for the next next few releases coming up. As far as campaign content, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think there's going to be... If there was any campaign DLC happening or any kind of expansion, that's <laughs> been shelved pretty permanently with the type of people that's been released so far. Reading a couple of responses that we got to our question that we posted in our discord Fuchs writes people losing their jobs stinks, but I don't think there's really any way of knowing <clears throat> what this actually means for infinite or three for three or Microsoft in a wider sense. The campaign team getting hit hard could mean that we don't get campaign DLC, but there's been no peep. We were getting that stuff regardless. That's true. We haven't heard anything of any kind of campaign DLC whatsoever. So that's probably a, good assumption that we're not getting campaign DLC. Uh, and then Pins was the other one, and he wrote a little bit of a novel <clears throat> to this. I know in the grand scheme of things of Microsoft, 10,000 jobs is a small part. Uh, I think in several articles that have been posted, 10,000 jobs is like less than 5% of the overall Microsoft workforce, which is still quite a bit. But for sure, it feels like there was a focus on 343 staff. For any criticism that there is for what 343 has brought to Halo, no one wants people to lose their jobs, not like this. When you go through the names and positions let go, it really seems like things that were just starting to calm down are now getting churned back up again. From what it seems, the campaign team was gutted. The campaign of Halo Infinite has become one of my favorites because of the story and storytelling, the loss of that staff that was focused on the campaign makes any expansion DLC seem further away than any of us anticipated. And Penn's next statement gets into another topic that we'll talk about in this whole 
firing episode that 343 has gone through. <clears throat> but I'll go ahead and read it just to kind of get it out there. The statement by Patrick Wren, who was a former 343 employee, seemed to shed light on problems with upper management. While whom exactly, I am not sure. It's a big blow to know that the people that were doing the work did not have the proper support of those in charge. I know how disheartening that can be, and my heart goes out to anyone who had to deal with that. The big question is: Are those what were the are those that were the problems still there? I know Netlight Gaming put out a video where he seemed to indicate that the ones that were the problem are no longer there, and I hope he's correct. He likes to jump to conclusions sometimes, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, I hope that the management that is left steps up to the plate and supports remaining staff and finds a way to keep things moving forward. It has got to be exceedingly difficult to do and stay positive and motivated. That's true. Especially with Microsoft putting on a hiring freeze, going the contractor out heavily, and then cutting staff while trying to complete complete the activation blizzard purchase. It stinks of corporate greed and hypocrisy. How I should... How I feel shouldn't take precedent over those people losing their jobs, but in regards to Halo, I'm a bit shaken. This is the first time throughout 343's run that I'm not sure how they will come back from this. I still have hope and will play multiplayer and still have fun. It was my favorite story of our time in science fiction. I just hope to hear from 343 Microsoft Phil Spencer at some point on this. Until then, all we can do is be respectful and carry on. So a few things to pick out from that. Uh, First of all, yes, a lot of the folks that were let go were a lot of the the um, horsepower of the campaign team. So a lot of the, <coughs> the grunt workers, pun intended, um, were let go. And there's definitely, it, I, I don't think this is a 343 only issue. I mean, we've seen issues with management in game studios before and some of the decisions that get made to certain things and how development happens and how management can sometimes really just mess things up and Bungie and 343 and Microsoft the whole history behind Halo has always been kind of like that so it's not a surprise to hear that former employees are basically saying that yeah management has definitely caused a lot of the issues and at least it seems like the community from what I've seen on Twitter, Reddit from content creators like they're very supportive of the people that got let go They're they're not I know it gets to the point sometimes where we think the community is just completely creaming on the studio, but it's nice to see that people are at least appreciating that people just lost their jobs and that the people that were let go aren't the ones that are making the big calls. Like they're, they're just fans just like we are. They want to see Halo succeed. And sometimes you get told to shut up and color and they want to keep their jobs. So that's what they do. Yeah, I'm I truly am sorry for all the Microsoft employees that are about to lose their job. Uh not just the 343 employees. It sucks to be let go. Thankfully, I personally have never had to deal with it, but I've had I've been witness to people being let go. It's not a fun thing. Uh some of the people that I've had dealings with, you know, I they were work friends. I mean, you know, we didn't really hang out outside that, but they were, they were friends and it was hard. It was painful to watch them go. Uh, there are some of them that it, it was good that they left because <laughs> they were a problem, but we're not dealing with that in this situation. The, the problem I see with it is you are spending billions of dollars buying game studios but you can't manage to staff the ones you already have. Yeah. That tells me a lot. Also, you know, this rolls back to when they got rid of all their, you know, their entire QT, uh, <laughs> QC division Q- for windows. QA team for windows. Yeah. Yeah. Their QA division for windows and turned the entire populace into their beta testers. In some case, alpha testers. With as yeah. broken as some of their software's been <laughs> has released, heck, Halo's felt like that a little bit. And I, I'll just add this in here: from a business sense, as someone who's unfortunately had to like look at budgets and understand how budgets work, sometimes there are different colors of money. There's different allocations of how money is 
allocated where. So some are allocated towards. So if you take Microsoft, for example, there's obviously a bucket of money that goes to development of Windows. And then within that, there's probably subcontracts. So you have a bucket of money for direct hires, technology, innovation, contractor, like there's different buckets of money and those are specifically portioned out and you can't just move money between buckets. It's not just something that you can. The the problem with that in a, a publicly traded company is guess which one is the biggest bucket. The one paid out to shareholders and yep. the shareholders decide how the company moves because if they're not making money, then that's a problem. And even when, making money. even even when the company is making money, the shareholders want more because it's just a basic, the rich want to get richer and you can spend it however you want. That's the basics. The people, the people that control the company make this happen. It's nobody that anybody that just got canned or is about to be canned. It has nothing to do with this. It doesn't have to do with anything about balancing the books or having not enough money in this account to put in this account. It's the people at the top. It, it's the same with every single one, every single pub, every single publicly traded company. They are beholden to their shareholders. Damn the rest yeah. of us. Yeah. You can spend it however you want, but that's, that's the rule. And well, that's here, the here. way, that's the way those companies work. That's why I choose whenever possible. I choose not to work for a publicly, publicly traded company because of this kind of crap. Oh, well, we didn't pay our shareholders enough last, last month, so let's cut 5,000 jobs. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I don't want to be Debbie Downer about this stuff, but I get you can say say whatever you want. That's the bottom line. The shareholders decide what the company does. It doesn't have to do anything with budgets. It has to do with their profits. And I'm not saying people... In, People go into business to make money. I have no problem with that. But how much money do you need to make? How many billions of dollars a year do you need to make to be comfortable? A lot of these people make more money in a freaking month than I can spend in 10 years. I I mean, I guess full transparency, I have a mutual fund and part of that mutual fund has Microsoft stock. I do too. So I, I am an investor, but I will never see that kind of money. No. For the number country that are interested, Microsoft reported $198 billion in revenue in 2022. Mm-hmm. It, if you to, <clears throat> to put that into the 10,000 employees that are getting laid off, that's $20 million per employee. And I guarantee you those employees, those employees don't cost them that much. No, like maybe 250 k average. So there's plenty of overhead. So it's not like Microsoft doesn't have the money to keep these folks. And we're obviously taking it from our own perspectives. Yes. These are our own personal opinions, which if somebody actually could do the research, you would probably find out a lot of what's said is true. I've just, it, I, it frustrates me that they did this. And it's not just the Halo team that they crushed. It's what happens next next quarter. How many more jobs are going to disappear next quarter? Yep. And the quarter after that. All the big tech are still getting hit. Like Microsoft isn't the only one letting people go, obviously. I mean, we all know the Twitter but the, debacle. Yeah, there's no no reason for it. And they're, the studios behind Starfield and Gears of War have also been hit, too. I mean, it's not just Halo. There's, there's yeah. other... Other things getting hit too from Microsoft side of things, but it's still. I just, you know, it baffles me the mindset of the people in control. We'll spend $6.8 billion buying a game studio to fire 90% of the employees. And it's one of those things I, I posted this yesterday on Twitter, but the comparison they made was 
the firing of all these employees at the studio is kind of akin to cutting off an entire limb versus just healing the wounds. The hiring freeze hasn't helped since October, and people have been the community's been clamoring for things to be fixed, and it's like people have left for their own reasons from the studio, not just because they like we're firing anything, but like if people leave the studio and there's a hiring freeze, you can't backfill those people. That the work that can be done gets reduced. Like, yeah, people can hate the studio, but a lot of it's just management decisions, and some of it's management above three four three and what what they have to do. Yeah, they have to they have to report to Microsoft. Microsoft's the one that signs our paychecks. I yeah, honestly. With a lot of the crap that's gone through three four come through through three four three and a lot of stuff that they've gotten blamed for, the blame is being put in the wrong place. Well, like some pieces of the blame, like obviously things that are only affecting the game or like I said, that studio. Uh, I'm not saying everything, as, but there's yeah. a lot of stuff that three four three gets blamed for that is not not three four three's fault. Their fault. Yeah. They had no control over it. I guarantee you if like microtransaction stuff, it's like, I guarantee you if three, if three, four, three was the, had the last word, we would not be playing infinite yet. And there are tweets out there and articles out there where people have said from, I think I saw an article where it referenced Phil saying that, yeah, it was released too early or some Xbox person saying that, yeah, it was released too early. Yeah, Phil Spencer would never say that. Microsoft won't let him. Maybe you need to go recheck my source then. Well, I guarantee you wouldn't say it more than once. <clears throat> Probably not, no. Because I guarantee That's- if he said it once, he would be getting a phone call. There are... There, th- I mean, there's got to be some kind of transparency l- limit to, to things. And, like, obviously we're not going to get the inner dealings of, of why the decision was made for certain pieces. And, I mean, if for all we know... Joe and Pierre and the other leadership team at 343, they could have, I mean, either they, they were on board with it and they're like, yeah, we can cut this team, or they maybe fought tooth and nail to keep everyone on board and they were told, no, you got to shelve X amount of people. Like, we don't know. And well, I'm sure that they, I'm sure that they fought tooth and nail to keep the people. I'm sure there was a mandate spread, sent down that says, you need to get rid of this many people. Pick them. Everyone that has posted that they've left for 343 over the last 24 hours or so has basically come out and said that everyone that was let go or in the entire team behind the studio that works on Halo absolutely loves the franchise and they're some of the most talented people Mm -hmm. in the industry. Like people that are making the game are passionate about Halo. Like the, the bad things that we purport that Halo is doing, like all the issues and errors and things, it's not that the studio intends it to be that way. And it's not that they're... I mean, some people could maybe make the argument that maybe they suck, but... I mean, if you look at all the developer tweets out there, it's pretty much almost unanimous that people that work at 343 for Halo, they are some of the best in the industry. So to say that 343 doesn't know their stuff is either A, they're just not given the opportunity because of timelines and maybe poor management decisions, stuff like that, or B, your opinion is jaded by some other facets around maybe some of the superficial stuff, like the microtransactions or not understanding how game dev crunches work and how certain managerial decisions just implement technical shortcomings and which is, I mean, it's fine. People, if people don't understand, like, that's okay. Just ask and don't run to assumptions straight away. Yeah. I have never, ever thought that the people that work for 343 were untalented idiots. I know that they're the cream of the crop. They are top-notch artists, coders, overall game developers. But they can only do so much with their hands tied. And that comes from management. Yep. I don't know where in management it came from. I really have a hard time finding it. I really have a hard time believing it was Bonnie. 
I think as, it was somewhere. Be- I think it was somewhere between the devs and Bonnie, where the mismanagement happened, because she can only re- she can only react to what she's being told. And yep, your typical chain of command: the devs talk to their supervisor, the supervisor talks to the lead, the lead talks to the next guy in line, then he talks to Bonnie. So. You know, I've heard a lot of people blame Bonnie for the state of Halo Infinite. I'm like, I really seriously doubt she even knew that there was a problem. Because you only know what you're what you're being told and what you're shown. Well, and if there was problems, that's that's not a hard or that's a hard position to be in. It's like, okay, you have to make tough calls and you have to know that the tough calls are not going to be received well sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like the position that Bonnie is in is not an easy position to be in. Like I've been in that position, not nearly as, not on that scale, not on that scale. No, but as a person that works for defense, <laughs> it's a pretty big deal when you have to like go to generals and say, eh, actually, no, and then you know you're going to get yelled at because that's not what they want to hear. <laughs> no, they they really don't. I mean, I'm um, one step down from that, but at the at the same time. <laughs> As someone who's met Bonnie and has seen the passion that she has for Halo, I I personally don't believe, and I know there's other people out there that will disagree with this, I don't believe that she had any kind of malintent to make Halo not successful. I mean, it's not in 343's best interest to not make Halo successful. And there's some technical things that have impacts into Halo Infinite's development. There are managerial decisions that were made that also had some impacts. If you remember the Vice article that we read about Bungie's development cycle with Halo. Yeah, compared to that, 343's unique. development's been pretty tame. Well, on the surface. Well, I'm I'm not saying that they haven't gone through crunch the Master Chief Collection. <laughs> and Infinite, I mean... They had this, that year they delayed, they had to be just cramming as much work in as they possibly could to yep. get the game out when they said it was going to be out. So they didn't have to delay it again because of pressure from above Bonnie's head. And yes, shareholders Pins stated as head of the studio, she bears a responsibility. Yes, she does. Ultimately, yes, it is her responsibility to make sure everything gets done. But when you have managers under you actively hiding progress from you or problems, then that's different. I don't know that that's true. That is one speculation from employees that have left 343. I will not name them. Well, there's two tweets that I've I've kind of wanted to to hit on just because they're they are former three four three employees and they've been kind of the ones that have been pulled out. But Patrick Wren uh, is one. He's a f- former three four three employee who left, I believe, last year. Works at Respawn now. He started a thread, but basically said the layoffs at three four three shouldn't have happened, and Halo Infinite should be in a better state. The reason for both of those things is incompetent leadership up to the top during. Development causing massive stress on those working hard to make Halo the best it can be. Iron Wolf mentioned the whole thing about contractors and vendors, and Patrick went on to say, the contract stuff is a whole other can of worms that pisses him off. So many amazing people that just disappear in one fell swoop. And there's... It's truth. Yep. So, if, if we were to take his word for what he said and I mean, I've, I've met Patrick. I've talked with him a few times. I don't know if he has a specific lean to one or another. I know he was he was passionate about the people that he worked with when he was working there, but that doesn't that wouldn't surprise me. It, it seems like <clears throat> a lot of people what people have been focusing in on is the issue is management. Yeah, and that tends to be it's an easy place to put blame. And I mean, it seems and like I'm not there's say, a fair amount of time where it that is, right. I've been in the management position. I choose not to be in the management position anymore because you get pulled from two directions. You have the people under you requiring certain things to get their job done and to do it correctly. And then you have 
the guy that signs your paycheck saying, no, they can't have it. Yep. <clears throat> it's the, the problem with blaming the management is you really don't know where it starts. It could be someone between, there could have been a problem between uh, some type of manager uh, or the game lead between the devs and Bonnie. It could have been pressure from mother Microsoft on Bonnie. There's no way to know for sure. Poor decisions were made. That's obvious. You know, the master, you know, I mentioned the master chief collection and I think with the master chief collection, they just didn't know what they were getting themselves into. Yeah. Because it was kind of a big first in the, up until that point, I don't think anybody had ever tried to do anything even remotely on that scale. Yeah, I think the closest thing would have been maybe like Rare Replay, that whole collection of games. But yeah, there wasn't anything that was like fully integrated like the Master Chief Collection at the time. Yeah, yeah, the Rare Replay, you would go in and select each individual game. It basically just was a launcher. Yeah. You know, something like Steam or Blizzard or or uh, Epic. Yep. All it did was launch the game. It didn't... <laughs> There was no cross game play like there is in Master Chief Collection. You know, the the launcher has to be responsible for switching you between games automatically. You know, like when you're playing when you're playing just a campaign playlist. Well, it's switching between game engines. It's like yeah. the whole you're switching between games, different engines, different it, There's a lot there. And you know, that was Honestly, now I think 343 would be better equipped to build the Master Chief collection. Now that they've kind of matured as a as a entity before they started having the hiring and uh failures that they've had in um you know people. Um do I blame anybody that's left 343? No. If you're not if you're not happy with your management, you're just not going to be happy at your job. And you need to find another job. I know that. I did it. I wasn't happy with my manager, so I found me. I found myself a new job. Because you can't fix that. Um, there's nothing you can say to make that problem go away, unless they do something that's illegal. The 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 whole down. It's gonna hurt Halo. We just don't know how much. Yeah, we're gonna have to ride it out. I hope that things turn around for Halo. And they three four three will be able to start filling these positions that they just cut, and hopefully they will eventually get as a campaign DLC. I mean, this was supposed to be a ten year game, at least that's what it was touted when they pitched it originally. So at this point, it's maybe going to make it three. Uh, I mean, it's going to probably be longer than that. I mean, it took six years to get infinite out the door who knows how long it's going to take before the next one actually like i said it i should say viable for three i'm not saying people won't play it but the content the content has to be there to draw them back whether it be you know custom games matchmaking updates cosmetic updates the microtransactions in halo i have never been for from the beginning they didn't like the way they did them in Halo 5. You spend money on a loot box. That just, you don't want me to tell you what I, which should be done to the person that came up with that idea. The original idea. <laughs> in Infinite, it was better. Overpriced, but better. Or the selection that was given. The whole Master Chief thing, Master Chief collection. Honestly, I wouldn't really have a problem with that. Depending on the pricing. And that's the part that we never heard because they scrapped it before they went any further with it. Because there are people out there that don't have the time to grind out four hours of Master Chief Collection every night to get to get the unlocks that they want. The only reason I'm more lenient on the idea of having a Spartan Point type, you know, you buy a five pack of Spartan Points. Because you can go through and you actually pick the individual pieces that you want. You don't have to buy a set. 
if you want to buy an emblem, it works across the entire game or game engine that you buy it for. Stuff like that. I just, and, you know, honestly, we've said it before. People have proven that they'll spend the money on it. Yes, they have. And yes, they have. Honestly, (laughs) to tell you the truth, I probably made mobile games for it. (laughs) Because that's where it first started showing up is in mobile games. Buy extra lives. Only $2.99. Well, people keep buying it, so I you know, I know people that spend hundreds of dollars on Candy Crush. Buy lottery tickets. <laughs> At least you have a chance of winning some you know, getting some money back. I don't know. It, I know I'm kinda all over the place. It just I'm really flabbergasted with the announcement. Yeah. It sucks. To say the least. I want to touch on something Eric Kibu said in chat real quick. And then before we get on to the couple of tweets I want to read out. Uh, the tweet that Patrick had posted corroborates a lot of in, what insider sources are, are saying is people's gripes with what's happening, what's going on. And that management has really been a key issue when it comes to progress of the game and games development. It seems like for the most part, it they're talking about three for three management, some of the direction with the game, direction with development, has played an impact into where the game is now, and us still saying that <clears throat> we just got infinite last month with the release of the December update and everything with Forge and Camping Co-op and everything, which is probably true. I'm sure there's issues up the management chain through. Xbox through to Microsoft and all that. But it does seem that with the folks that have left through for three and have said something about the state of the studio and how things are managed, that it's unfortunately there's a big management issue with three for three and or Xbox. Xbox publishing. Um, for those that know hatred, he posted a tweet as well saying that he's, just really tired of Microsoft business practices and sl- and policies slowly killing the things that he loves. Uh, between the contracting policies, they abuse for tax incentives and layoffs in the face of gigantic profits and executive bonuses. They set Halo up for failure. Kind of seems in alignment with what most people are are feeling at the moment. And uh, Zara Varin, who is one of the well now former um, artists. <clears throat> and at consumer product asset coordinators at the studio uh, said that they were rung through the contractor cycle for nearly six years and it always felt like being gaslit. You hear how much leadership cared about them and opinions and their opinions, but suddenly invited it where it felt like they would do the most good to make a difference. We get a conciliary inaction. Uh, pulling from <clears throat> uh, several articles have posted this over and over again just going off of the Windows Central article, but kind of as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, this is all in the face of Microsoft having $198 billion earning revenue in 2022. CEO Satya Nadella took home $54.9 million in a compensation package last year, and Microsoft's still pursuing a $69 billion acquisition of Microsoft Blizzard. Yeah, I just... <sighs> Which seems to line up with what you were talking earlier. It's, it's pretty much... It's just shareholder and corporate greed. Yeah. Um, Which is unfortunate. Hey, why the hell does he make $54 million? What the hell does he do that's worth $54 million? Sign paper? Does he make life or death decisions? <laughs> I'm not joking. Well, I mean, in the case of, you know, employment or not employment, he does. I just, and this is a personal frustration. I admit it. I am really tired of hearing about all these companies making millions or billions of dollars and firing people. Yep. And it's not just Microsoft doing it. No, it's not. Pick any of them. It's very disingenuous and it's very, what's the word I'm looking for? The frustrating part about it is we can't do a damn thing about it. 
Nope, we can't. Because as a nation, we can't get organized enough to do anything about it. Capitalism. And even if we did, they would just move outside the U.S. jurisdiction and take our money anyway. Because we can't control our we can't control our spending habits. In some cases, there's just no option. If you want to run a if you want to run a PC, you have three choices: Apple, Microsoft, or Linux. Linux is getting better. I've actually started considering looking at Linux again. It's been about five years, <laughs> but it's still it's a community sourced operating system. That has a lot of unique problems. I can't use it on my main rig because I play infinite. It won't run. It won't. Linux won't run infinite. It won't run destiny. Um, I use NVIDIA graphics cards. Linux does not like NVIDIA, <laughs> which honestly, with the way NVIDIA treats people, I don't blame them. You know, the only reason I run NVIDIA cards is because of. The video encoding. If AMD could get their video encoding game up to the same level, I would be on AMD in a heartbeat. And I'm not saying AMD is any better than NVIDIA. (laughs) But anyway. Yeah. So where does that leave us with Halo going forward? We've already talked about how... Well, yes. We've already talked about a little bit that any kind of campaign DLC, any kind of campaign development, whether there's DLC or if 343 go down, goes down the route of what Bungie did with Destiny and come out with a Destiny 2, if we have a Halo Infinite 2 or whatever the next Halo game would be, that's clearly not happening anytime soon. If there was development, that's now on halt, hiatus, whatever. So, fat chance of getting a new campaign story or new game or whatever for... <laughs> I guess at least five years. Um, uh, honestly, at the current pace, I don't expect to see a new if a new Halo game. Period. You think this might be it? At this point in time, it's entirely possible. Don't get me wrong; I'm not dead set. Not not get dead set saying that this is the last Halo. God, I hope not, because <laughs> I do enjoy the story. For it all its quirks. For Universe. all the problems, everything that has happened in the Halo franchise, I love the story. I love the stories they've told. I mean, even Halo 5, once I got past the fact that they told told a different story than they advertised, it wasn't a terrible story. It wasn't told very well. I, you know, is it my most favorite story? No. It's, it's at the bottom. Don't get me wrong. But it's still... I like the stories in the universe. I mean, I, I even like the Kilo 5 trilogy, which a lot of people don't. Um, I love the Forerunner saga. As long-winded as it was. <laughs> I mean, you know, really, the Forerunner trilogy is really glad that it, I, I was really glad I had audiobooks because there is no way in hell I could ever read one of those books. I'd make it two pages and I'd be out like a light. <laughs> You know, the I just enjoy the universe that has been built. It's a fun universe to be in, to imagine yourself in. The gameplay has always been fun, whether it be campaign or multiplayer, in all of its forms. I've enjoyed all of it, some more than others. Everybody's got their favorite. Mine's not Halo 3, ever. I do hope it continues, and I want to see it continue. I got at least 30 years left. I'd like to see some more Halo in the, that next 30 years. It's, Same. I just, I, I question the resolve of the parent company, of how much they really want this to continue. And understandably, with some of the backlash that 343's got, I can see Microsoft questioning the viability of Halo. You know, it's just the way it is. You can complain too much. And I'm not saying constructive criticism. I'm saying complaining. There's a difference. From a multiplayer perspective, doesn't sound like anything's really getting impacted too much. 
uh, insider sources seem to indicate that the season content that's been planned out is on the roadmap. Doesn't seem to be impacted for delivery, so we should get season three on schedule. Future seasons seems like they're on schedule as well. Um, even with the the recent release of folks from the studio, just how far out have they already got planned out for real? Not what they've put on the roadmap. How much do they have on the books in development? Because you're looking at four seasons a year, right? You know, they still got like 30-something seasons to plan if this is still a 10-year game. <laughs> Maybe we could get the Mega Box Halo game. <laughs> so, Laird brings up the next point that I was going to touch on, too, which is what some folks have started talking about. And that is, does 343 become a publishing studio? The does Halo as a franchise get subbed out to different uh, developing studios to develop different Halo experiences, and then 343 is the publisher? I don't know. It's it's possible. After the backlash that they've got over Halo 5 and Infinite and Halo 4, I really don't see that happening. With the changes to, with the changes to multiplayer that were made in those three games, I really don't see that happening unless it is a totally different Halo, a totally different experience, like going from a first-person shooter to an RTS. I mean, it, it would have to be a major step away from the typical Halo franchise game. It could be. I mean, if you look at certain Infinity, they've had a long history with Halo. If, if they made, I'm sure they have enough talent, they could make a, Game and they did help with the development of Halo Infinite. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doubting the capabilities of these studios. I just, when does it stop being Halo? I mean, where is that line? Certain Affinity, they are great when it comes to multiplayer, but how do they handle campaign? Or do future Halo games even have a campaign? Are they multiplayer only? I hope they do. <laughs> Like I said, I want the story to continue. I don't mind the change in game mechanics as long as the base theory works. You know, Spartans. I don't even mind the enhanced mobility. It's actually kind of fun. You know, health, shields. I wouldn't even I would I would even mind seeing some new weapons, not just rehashing old ones. You know, something different than a BR. <laughs> or a pistol. I actually kind of enjoyed the Halo 5 pistol before they nerfed it. It actually felt useful. It wasn't the first thing I dropped when I found another weapon. I don't you know, I don't have I don't have a problem with the base weapons being effective. It's just the pickups need to be better at it. So in my opinion, the pistol didn't need to get nerfed. All the rest of the weapons needed to be changed to beat the pistol. Well, if you only have so much top wiggle room, then you can just push it down. There's always a tweak you can make to weapons. This is not the Halo 3 pistol. Or Halo 2. Jeez. The only, <laughs> oh, the only yeah. way it was useful was dual wielding and swat. Dual wielding. Yep, that's true. Or with a plasma pistol. And then, you know, then you could do it in regular matchmaking. I just, you know, when I pick up a weapon, I want to feel like it's capable of doing something. So, I mean, as long as, you know, they design that kind of into a game, I'm happy with it. I'm fine. So, we don't know what's going to happen. It, we're honestly just going to have to wait and see. Fingers crossed. How this plays out. As far as we're concerned, as, as long as there's Halo to play and there's interesting things to talk about, we'll probably be here. There's still a lot of in, stuff in the community that we haven't even touched on the podcast. We still have our group that we play with on Friday that has a lot of fun playing Halo. Mm -hmm. So, I know a lot of folks are disheartened right now. They're unsure what's going to happen to the game and that's okay. We honestly don't know. There's going to be a lot of unanswered questions from this. Uh, I'm sure there's more questions to come out. We'll probably see more details come out over the next week or so 
hopefully we get some kind of official statement from leadership at 343 on the layoffs, what that means, how is the studio planning to adjust fire moving forward to account for the losses. And at this point, we just, other than the firings and what people have come out to say, it seems like for most people that were recently let go, all they've said is uh, that they've left and that they leave a team that they were very excited and passionate about. And then all the folks that had left 343 prior to this are saying management's the issue. That's pretty much all we know at this point. What it means for Halo Infinite as it exists, what it means for the future of the games, there's a lot to be seen. And we're just going to have to ride it out until we know more. And just a word of caution, and this applies to us as well. Just because you hear it or you see it in a video, a podcast, think about it before you react to it. Because this is the kind of stuff that can get out of control in a real big hurry. Keep in mind that these are our thoughts. We are not speaking from any place other than what we've seen, just like you. These are our thoughts, our theories, and that same the same goes for every other video and or podcast out there, or tweet, or Reddit post, <laughs> or Facebook post, or TikTok, or TikTok, or Instagram, or whatever, wherever you find it. It is that person's personal opinion. I mean, even the 343 employees, I'm not dishing them at all. What they're speaking is from their perspective, their opinion. And they only know what they know from their perspective. They don't know what was happening the next lineup or the next lineup from there. I do agree with most of them saying, yes, it was a management problem. Because it is management's responsibility to make sure that this stuff hits its targets and is done properly. But we have no idea where that failure is. Because there's a lot of bosses in this chain. On that note, I hope everybody has themselves a wonderful evening. And just pray for the employees that are about to lose their jobs and the ones that have lost their jobs. Pro's Joker is gone in May. He just joined on as part of the testing team in September. Mm-hmm. And he's he was told that he's gone in May. There's a, There's more coming. This, this is just the first wave, yep. unfortunately. All we can do is hope that there's a 343 left after Microsoft gets their uh, wallet full. That's going to wrap it up for us tonight, folks. Sorry for the down podcasts. It's unfortunately the news that we're stuck with this week is just very disheartening. If you all need to talk about it, please hit us up on Discord, podtagler.com slash Discord. There's other folks in there that are I'm more than happy to talk about it. Being frustrated is okay. Being mad is okay. Being sad is okay. It's all, they're all valid responses to the news that we're hearing. Just be respectful of other people's opinions. And take care of yourself. Yeah. It's, it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to like be fearful of what this means for Halo. Cause honestly, this does, this is a big event to really put Mm -hmm. a question mark on what does this mean for Halo? So we're here to talk in the Discord. If we're available, we'll hop on voice and talk things through with you. We're not psychiatrists or therapists, but we can at least talk things out. Don't so, do anything stupid. Yes, please don't do anything stupid. Talk, talk Unless you want to join our game night every Friday night where we play custom games and do stupid stuff. Yeah, that stupid stuff's okay. <laughs> hey folks, Duststorm here at the end of the edit. 343 has since put out a response to all the firings since we did our podcast on Thursday. Just wanted to read this off real quick. Halo and Master Chief are here to stay. 343 Industries will continue to develop Halo now and in the future, including epic stories, multiplayer, and more of what makes Halo great. This is from Pierre Hintz. Hintz I'm not sure how you say his last name. Studio head of 343. Uh, again, this just came out. Uh, early this morning, late last night as I was editing this and wanted to throw it in here. So some of the doom and gloom in our voices. It sounds like 343 is still planning to move forward with 
being the curators of the Halo universe and continuing to uh, hold that mantle. So good news on that front, but still just a lot of unanswered questions, which hopefully we'll get more of in the future. Thank you for listening to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. You can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Check out our website, podtacular.com, and join the community on Discord at podtacular.com slash Discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for Frag and Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. Or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confal, Pins Halo, and Prestige Ace. Until next time, keep on fragging trucks.